For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. And now, now, it's the Mike Kelly Show. And she was lying in the grass. It is straight up 9 o'clock on the Mike Kelly Show. It's 1025 The Bone. Let's go to the hotline. Dizzy, can you pull it up for me? Yes, yes. Thank you. And let's welcome back to the show. This is our friend. The very funny Joe Bartnick. Joe, how are you, buddy? What's up, Mike? How's everybody down there? I'm doing fantastic. I've never heard anybody say a bad thing about Joe, uh, and it's proven true by the fact that he has the most child molester mustache you'll ever see in your <laughs> life, and yet nobody says anything <laughs> bad about him. Everyone loves the stash. Listen, you're a, you're a good-looking guy, so when you do something weird like that and grow the mustache, you can pull it off. But most guys that try to do that... They just look like you shouldn't be near a school at all. Well, now when I don't, when I see pictures of me without the mustache, I feel like I'm like 15 years old. I feel like I've had the mustache now forever. I got it. I, I never shaved after my heart attack in the pandemic, and that was it. It just stuck. Did I know that that you had a heart attack in the pandemic? Yeah, I, I, I basically got original COVID. The OG. And it may have ruined my heart. Probably not, though. I was having chest pain. You know, I was 50 years old. Like, why does my chest hurt every day? And my wife's like, well, you're doing karate, getting your ass kicked by black belts every day. That's why your chest hurts. Had no idea. Hey, you're 50. You're going to have a heart attack. Oh, yeah. So, so what, how are you now? I'm, I feel like Mario Lemieux at camp. I'm in the best shape of my life. <laughs> oh, well, that's good. See, but the problem is with me, like, I always feel good, too. So we have this company here called Lifeguard Imaging, and Martin Gramatica used to play for the Buccaneers as a spokesman for them. And what they do is they, they do a scan of your body, a CT scan, and then they check the calcium score. If your calcium levels are high, there's a chance that you're going to have a potential heart problem within the next five years or so. Mine was very, very high, and it forced me to have to go get a... Uh, you know, have them look at my heart and do all this stuff. And almost everybody else on the show is a zero. But you should go get that done when you're here. And it's like a, like a follow-up to your heart attack. Oh, it's like a body scan. It's pretty it, neat. It is neat, Joe, because they look in it, right? And they look at it and they scan your heart and they can tell by your calcium score how you're, what your next five years are going to look like. But then also, if you had, like, they've scanned people's heart and in the corner they see something and they end up finding people have cancer that didn't even know about it. It's pretty amazing. That is amazing. I don't want to see what the next five years of my life look like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I always think about that too. I'm like, do I want to know, or I just want to just let it happen? You know, I, last night I made uh, I made lobster last night. I went to I went to Sarasota and I just happened to pass this store, a seafood store I never saw before. So I went in there and I bought lobster. And I got to tell you, the whole drive home, I was stressing out about having to put the lobster in the boiling water. And just because my dad has always been the one that does it, even now in my adult life, my dad will be like, I'll do it, I don't care. But I put him in last night, and I'm like, come on, just die quick, die quick. Like, I fell off. Like, I felt like I did. They knew it was coming. And I was like, I, I think they knew once they were in my sink, they knew what the next step was. Ugh. 
And uh, and I was like, oh, man, I feel bad for him. You almost don't want to know. They're not going to know their la- next five years. No, yeah. not for sure not. Uh, J- this is Joe Bartnick on the phone with us. Joe is a very funny comedian, a very funny writer. And uh, we met Joe for the first time years ago when we were on Sullivan and Son together. That was the when we went out there. It was the first time yeah. we ever actually met Joe. We've been friends ever since. Now, when are you coming into town? I will be at Side Splitters Friday night, two shows only. Friday, what, that's it. What is going on there that they only have you there for one night or they got something else there on Saturday? What are they doing over there? Uh, something, something. there's a fallout and he called me up and I'm like, absolutely, I love Side Splitters and I can hopefully get on the Mike Kalfa show because I love talking to those guys. Yeah. And boom, 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 here we are. Yeah, and I, you know, it's great. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, I love Joe's like one of those guys that you want to hang out with and you want to go see. He is the guy that you is in your friend group that's funny. You know what I mean? Only the guy in your friend group should never try to do stand-up. But I'm just saying, like, like you're, Joe is the guy you want to watch sports with, you want to go to hockey, you want to watch football. And by the way, uh, how are you feeling about your Steelers? I mean, what an escape. What an escape. You know what's so funny is I was forced to play fantasy football this year for the first time in, like, 15 years because I'm like, I never like to root against the Steelers in anything. Like, I yeah. don't want some receiver to get a touchdown against the Steelers. I, I pick Steelers defense like round five because I'm like, hey, I just want to make sure I have them. So if they're good, I'm not like, why does this guy have my Steelers? Who yeah. <laughs> <laughs> knew my defense would be outscoring my offense the first two weeks of the year? I mean, Kenny Pickett looks like a high school football player. What are we doing? <laughs> Uh, are you like everybody else in uh, blaming Matt Canada? You know, you can blame the coordinator all you want, but at some point the guy on the field got to complete a five-yard slant pattern. <laughs> <laughs> you, know what, you know what bugs me is that one kid that did so good and then they left and now he's tearing it up. Um, what's his name? The kid with the dreadlocks. The receiver. Chase Claypool. Oh, Claypool. Yeah, yeah is it over the Bears now. Yep. Um, well, we're, we're really? very surprised. With the Bears? Well, no, he, oh, I watched I him. No, I just watched him the other night, and I was like, I remember that guy had that good season with the uh, with the Steelers, and now he's over here. And I hate I hate when you dump somebody off, and then they all of a sudden they start playing good. You're like, oh boy. You know what? The Chicago can have him. He was, yeah. He, he, yeah, because he was the dumbest guy to ever come out of Notre Dame. Notre Dame should claim that. I mean, Notre Dame should be like he didn't. Great, he didn't come to our school. I've never seen somebody act a fool like that that went to Notre Dame. It was a disgrace. That's so funny. Uh, Joe, we're talking to Joe Bartnick. He's going to be at Side Splitters on Friday night, two shows. And uh, and what about it? We're gearing up for hockey season. I know that's your that's where your heart is. Oh, absolutely. I can't wait. I mean, I know people don't like Kyle Dubas for some reason in Toronto because he because those guys choked every playoff year. But the, what he did with the Penguins was an unbelievable job this summer to get rid of all of Ron Hextall's mistakes which were many and great. And now we have, like, a new team again. He got rid of all of our bad players and got the Norris Trophy winner. So yeah. I don't know why people are upset about Dubas. I was thinking about that, too. My wife and I were talking about it. as like It's almost like we have a new team here. I mean, we got some of our key players, but we did a lot of changes, and it's going to be unfamiliar for the first couple of games. But this is uh, – I, I love that people look I, – I don't know. How do you look at it as a guy from – uh, Pittsburgh, I love that people look at Tampa still now after Stanley Cups and everything that we're, for some reason, it's odd to them that we have a team. Not a it's hockey hot. town. Yeah, man. it's hot here. You know, I think it's so jealous of people 
who just don't like teams from the South but win in hockey. It's like because Canada hasn't won since like nineteen, you know, eighty uh, ninety three. Right, it's eight upon eight. You know, they hate the they hate any team below Pittsburgh basically because they think oh it doesn't snow there thirty times a year so it can't have a hockey team. They're just jealous. I think the Tampa Bay Lightning are amazing. I love watching Cooch and Stamkos, Vasilevsky. You guys basically have an all star team. You know, how, how can you not like the Tampa Bay Lightning? I, I have no idea. And I'm actually doing our Atlantic Division preview on Puck Off this week. I had to pick them second because how can you not? Yeah, good. I hope you're right. good players. Uh, you know? Joe does a podcast called Puck Off that I've been on before, yeah. which is interesting because I really don't know that much about hockey. But the times that I've been on, I was really into it that season. Mm-hmm. But it's you and that other guy. And both of you guys are so knowledgeable about the sport. I was so afraid you were going to ask me a question that I, I was going to have no idea what to say and probably did a couple of times. Oh, absolutely not. You were a great guest because Tampa Bay had just won. I wanted, we wanted to feel the excitement around the Tampa Bay area. And you know, you're the king of Tampa, so we had to, we had to get you on. I will. I, I will take know. that. I'm the king of Tampa. Uh, I, I do also have a. I, I have. I said to myself when I got tattoos, I would never get a logo or a sports logo or anything. And I have both a Yankee logo and a uh, Lightning logo. I think this might be the Bucks year, Gio. Yeah, this might be the year I get the big flag on the arm. Feel the bake. I'm always afraid to get it. I've never had a tattoo in my life because my Italian grandmother said you'll never love anything forever. But I took my grandmother to get the tattoo with me, and we got matching tattoos. That's the only reason why I did it. Oh, really? Was hers on her back? Hers was on her. Uh, we both got in the same spot on the shoulder, over the left shoulder. There you go. Yeah, That's when, fantastic. The whole time we're on the we're driving over there. She was like eighty three at the time. The whole time we're driving over there, she's like, "Don't tell anybody," because until I tell Grandpa, I go, yeah, "No problem." Meanwhile, I texted all my cousins. I'm like, "You are not going to believe where I'm going right now. This is insane." Yeah, it's it was, it's quite the bonding moment. Uh, Joe Bartnick, very funny. Go see him at Sidesplitters this Friday night. Two shows nine six zero eleven ninety seven or sidesplitterscomedy dot com. And when do you get here, Joe? You get here for like Friday afternoon. Yeah, later Friday afternoon, just banging it out. I'm just flying around everywhere because my special on all things comedy YouTube dropped Monday. So I'm oh. trying to do as much media and press as possible. Yeah, go uh, look, do yourself a favor and go check out Joe on uh, YouTube and see how funny he is and then go take advantage of the fact that he's here for one night in Tampa. Uh, it's Bartnick, B-A-R-T-N-I-C-K. Go find him. I promise you'll like him. Uh, I, won't, I won't blow anybody's cover, but a lot of very famous comedians Joe is writing their material for him. So uh, if you want to see a guy who is genuinely funny, make sure you check him out this Friday. I'm sorry we're not going to be able to hook up this weekend, but I look forward to next time you come to town. I know. It's like, it a big bummer that I'm, we just can't hook up because you're so fun. It's so fun to hang out with you guys. But yeah, well, you do. Yeah, keep me posted, and we'll get you back here for another show. But I, I would highly recommend our audience come check you out on Friday at Side Splitters. It's all new material from the special. All she, new material. I mean, there might be one or two jokes if I if I get if it goes crazy, but you know, <laughs> yeah. I have a new I have a new hour. <laughs> Good. Watch the special and then go see Joe on Friday. You get double dose of Barney. Absolutely. All right, pal. Great talking to you. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, uh, man. Thank you guys for everything. I'll see you soon. See Love you soon, go. Joe. See there you go. go. Thank you. Go Steelers. <laughs> yep. He, he's a great guy. And he's very funny. It's just those phone connections yeah, are horrible. Yeah. But I will, that's how much I like Joe and how funny he is that I would totally do a phoner with him because he couldn't come into town in time. Very funny comedian, very funny guy. He wrote a lot of jokes for a lot of funny people. 
I don't know how I, I don't know how I'd feel about that. Like you know, like Artie Lang used to say when he went to Howard Stern show that he didn't like that he was writing jokes for Howard. Like, mm-hmm, like why yeah. wouldn't I just say I'm I'm here with a microphone? It's not that like like sometimes like I know that Galvin serves up some uh, some uh, you know easy smashers to me because I know you know I mean that's that's somebody who's secure in being funny, but writing all of a guy's jokes is that would bother me. Yeah. yeah. Um, speaking of, I saw that article that you sent me where Howard was talking about how he he likes being woke now. Yeah. I, I, I don't know what that means. I don't know what, I mean, he just, to me, seems old now. You know yeah. what I mean? And I don't know, he's definitely woke in the sense of being a super liberal, but would you say that I'm woke because of my stance on how I feel about uh, transgender and, and homosexuals and that sort of thing? I wouldn't. I would say that's a common sense thing that we all should be doing at this point. The problem is nobody can define woke. It's right. Like this broad, yeah. blanketing yeah. statement. That's why uh, DeSantis stopped using it, because nobody knew what the hell he was talking about. And I, it's a, a derogatory term where it probably shouldn't be. I, yeah. I mean, listen, if you're too over the top with stuff, but a lot of it, like you said, is kind of, you know, yeah, you should be that now, where, you know, 10 years ago, we were thinking differently. Now we go, oh, yeah, I understand Absolutely. why that would. And, mm-hmm. and Howard's big woke thing is about uh, he went and got, he said he went to CBS and got the new vaccine. Okay. For the, yeah, because the guy is... 70 years old, he's worth a half a billion dollars, and he wants to live forever. I don't blame him. If he he's thinks also he's a germaphobe. Right, and right. So he's doing anything he can to keep living, you know? Well, but, I but, would stop doing that. But, <laughs> but that's the thing. So I would think that if I'm not getting the vaccine because I'm questioning whether or not it is good for you, then I'd be the woke one. I'm the one trying to look into the look beyond he, the... I know I saw his comedy goes... If if I'm woke, the opposite of that would be asleep. Yeah, he's like I'd rather be awake than not than asleep, mm-hmm. and that was his reasoning behind it. I don't I don't get it. I don't know what. Well, I mean, I, I woke people to me that when they use it like as derogatory term as the, the people who are just you you're very liberal and you every choose everything to just do that no matter what. But blah, blah. and yeah. I I feel like I'm more way more of a common sense guy. I got the the first two vaccines because. I wanted to travel, and that's what you needed to do. And, you know, most doctors that I knew said it was okay to go get and that they would give it to their own kids. So I was like, okay, I'm not saying they're 100% right, but that's where what was the information that I was able to gather. And now when I get the new one, I don't think so. I don't know that I need it. I don't think it's – I think it's the same thing as with the rest of the flus and everything else. You just ride it out. Mm-hmm. And I – but I – so – I'm not just buying into anybody else's garbage. I think anybody that's more common sense doesn't mean you're woke. It just makes you common sense. Do your own research. But I think that was the original meaning of the word woke was someone who was a a critical thinker. You would hear something, but you didn't just sleepishly go through with whatever somebody was telling you. But it now means the opposite. But now now it means you're just super sensitive to everything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Speaking of woke, did you see the uh, people over in Brussels that identify as dogs? (laughs) No. Uh, There's a a story in the New York Times about it. It says an estimated 1,000 people who prefer to be recognized as not humans but canines organized a gathering at the uh, Berlin uh, Railroad Station in Germany. Uh, communicating only by howling or barking oh, at one another. Geez. Yeah, I wonder where that really what mental illness that is. It like what that really seems comes to be from. Going around. I know, yeah. but I, I wonder if I have anything in me. Like I move like of a course, turtle. Though. Maybe I identify as a turtle. We all we all have that. Right, in but us. what is it? Uh, like I'm trying to figure out with me what is it that makes me like what do I identify with that I think I'm going to howl one time and right. make me feel better. But I think that's the line that makes us not 
Um, crazy? Not crazy, but, you know, we abide by rules that have been set forth by society and that is how right. we live it's like di- it's like uh, stepbrothers yeah i wanted to be a dinosaur and my father said you can't be a dinosaur you know, you know i would love to <laughs> to live off the land and wear loincloths it's not feasible you know what i mean you got to have a job you got to buy into the society so you can't bark like a dog in public i'm sorry yes, you i can. know they, yeah I, guess. I mean they literally are having teachers put Kitty yeah. litter boxes yeah. in first grade classrooms for kids that identify as cats. Yeah. Okay, so that's where that's, insane. that's where the king of common sense comes in. Me and I smack <laughs> the teacher and the kid, and then we all I go. But Sit you down. have to abide by it because no, otherwise the parents are going to complain, and then because then you go into this that it's a slippery slope. So they can't be cats, but they can cut their penis off. Yeah, you can do it's your body. Go do whatever you want at fourteen. No, no, I, I believe that. But I that's believe, where we are. So right. so uh, let me just tell you about, real quick, without getting into a whole debate, I'm not taking any phone calls on it. I just want to tell you my, my opinion. The, the, if a child, like, like that jazz kid, okay, mm-hmm. that kid knew that that kid was wanted to be a woman since it was five years old, right? Well, I'm, I'm just saying, like, that, that kid was born with that mindset, the parents see it. So what happens is, uh, they get to a certain age where if they are going to do it, it's it's a lot easier to do it at that age than it is to try and reverse it as you get older. So it, I, don't, I don't know that I would do this with my own children, but if you have an extreme case like that where you're like, you look at a kid, you know you can pretty much identify which kid's a little gay kid when he's little. Yeah. Not all of them are like that, but you see one. You know, but also like, gay doesn't mean woman. No, no, no. I know, I know. But what I'm saying is like, you know how you can identify. There's some kids, you know, that are talking about being a woman and doing all these things, and you're like, okay, this kid's probably... And then as they get a little older, if you don't hit it during those that puberty time and you try to do it afterwards, it is an extreme... It's at the opposite end. It's so much harder to go back and do it. So I, I don't... Do I think they should have uh, gender removal? No. But if you want to start giving that kid hormones and doing it, that's up to the, to the but kid and the family. But even that, because yeah, there's, a, there, everything up. And all, but, there's a lot, but there's a lot of people who did that hormone um, therapy at a young age mm-hmm. because they were just confused and they were a kid. And the doctor said, if you don't allow your child to do this, they're more likely to commit suicide. And now they're of age and now they're blaming the doctors and their parents for yeah. allowing them to do it at that age because they didn't know what they were getting into. They didn't and know I, the I'm serious side what I was saying is that I don't think that a uh, a kid should be able to have a gender reassignment surgery till they're 18. You can't even drink a beer till you're 21. You can't do a lot of things till you're 18. You should be able to have a fully matured brain before you can make a decision like that. But I do understand that it is a uh, it is a decision that sometimes they feel they have to make at a younger age because of that. I'm not right. saying it's right or wrong, but I'm just saying even the hormones can mess them up sure. for future, and totally they almost yeah. ha- and hormones they almost, mess up in a lot of people, right? And they almost have no cho- like. There's some women that start taking them, and they almost have no choice but to get a double mastectomy because of the hormones, and now they have to get their breast removed even though they want to continue being a woman now yeah. that they've passed that phase in their life. So even I'm just saying the it's hormone is a slippery slope. Well, I saw I saw a video, and it was the it was the wildest thing because it was a uh, lady sitting in the car and she said in a very ladylike voice, this is what a 30 year old yeah. man looks like. And I went, man, what are you talking about? Whatever. She had the hormone replacement therapy when she was younger because she wanted to do it and her parents went along with it. And now he is totally 
pissed off and is a man who can't return at herself, herself and the doctor. And Here's everybody. what's really, really crazy. And I don't know why people will have such a hard time accepting this and do, reading into this. There is tons of research out there about how a lot of the children, it's a lot of their environment influences their gender identity and sexual preference. Whether you believe it or not, I don't really care. Don't but there's, you're, there's you're, tons of research out there that's, that proves that that's true. And on it, top of that, they barely have any research into the long-term side effects of taking hormones. Those are two facts that you well, have. Well, taking hormones for, so you're for a telling sex me, For anything. Spanish, you're telling me that the two transgenders that have three kids and two out of the three kids are transgender? That's not mm. yeah. normal. Right. 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 And then on top of that, think about all the women and just the birth control side effects. That's a hormone that you Mm -hmm. take. That list of paper that you pull out of that box is literally as big as I am. And you could wrap it around me twice. That's how many effects that birth control has. Like birth control is not good, but, and that's a small, and that's a small, small hormone. My whole point of the saying thing was not to argue about this. What I was saying was that. I, I don't I, I don't have to deal with that situation, and I'm glad I don't. Uh, neither one of my kids have said anything to me like that, so I think I'm good. Uh, but I do fully support people who want to do that, and if that makes me woke, I, I don't it care. Does. Yeah, I, I don't think that's. A I bad also thing. think that people who function like that in society are not hurting society like so many other people. They're like, oh, this is what we've become. And I think we've always been this way. Yeah. These people just feel a little bit more comfortable about living their life. And who the hell am I to tell somebody what to do with their life? You want to wear a dress? Wear a yeah. goddamn dress. You want to be a lady? We'll call you a lady. I, you, you're really, as you get older, you realize you're not here for very long. You might as well enjoy the whole time. But yeah, you we'll should, call you a lady, then we'll talk behind your but back. But should, you should be given all of the information that doctors and science has produced about all no, of the I'm not consequences saying and effects. anything about that. I, you, I agree with you. Yeah, but, but now it depends they, on the doctor yes, and science. And that's, that has become the problem. It seems to me that and the, the source, the people that are the most vocal are the ones that don't deal with it. Are not dealing yeah, with it yeah, directly. Yeah, I think you're right. Oh, They're the I, ones that yeah. I don't. I don't deal with. Imagine it. dealing with it, yeah. right? Yeah. Having to, but yeah. like, exactly. It seems like people like that are the ones that are most vocal, or the ones that are not dealing with it in their lives, and they're most mad. Yeah, and are, are most yeah. bothered by it. I and remember yet the they first. Have, they don't know anybody. Yeah. They've not dealt mm-hmm. with it. They have never had any experience at all. The first time we dealt with it on this show is when Steve Stanton, who is a, I believe, a county commissioner, yeah, changed uh, from Steve to Sue. Yep. And Clearwater. I remember saying, I don't know that even if I really wanted to become a woman, I don't know if I'd do that to my kids. And and uh, I think I'd wait, you know. And then we talked to uh, Sue Stan, and Sue was like, my kids are fine. I talked to them. We told I told them what I was going through. They support me. And oh, great. At that point, I go, ah, good for them. It's none of my business. Whatever the they are. They were young. Okay. They were younger, you know. Right. Uh, you know. And then I was like, uh, that's that's their business at this point. I, and I don't understand that. And if that's what makes me weird, like I, the, I, people constantly accuse me of defending Bud Light because I, I'm a Bud Light endorser. But I, I would feel that way if it was any product that decided that it wanted to expand. You, people need to realize that these people that are that are selling products are selling products. They're expanding their audience by reaching out to a transgender group or a specific uh, group because they want more people to buy their product. Most of these people aren't doing it for the social values. They're doing it so they can make more money. That's what they're in the market to do. So uh, I don't I don't feel like uh, including 
everybody is a bad thing. So uh, I don't have any problems with it. Dove shot himself in the foot with uh, the Black Lives Matter girl that got the uh, white girls uh, kicked out of high or kicked oh, out of yeah. college and stuff because she lied yeah. about what the girl said and everything. Yeah, so people are boycotting that. And you should take a if you're gonna look into somebody as a as a endorser for your product, you want to look dig deep before you do it, you know, and, uh, and know who you're dealing with. A lot of people are mad at Dylan Mulvaney because Dylan Mulvaney was trying, according to them, their YouTube trying to teach young kids what to do, but they don't want to take the, they don't want to stop and realize that Dylan Mulvaney went through something that a lot of kids may be going through and they have somebody to, to talk to and, and to learn from. I got to be honest with you. I still think Dylan, Mulvaney, Dylan Mulvaney is just a gay guy that did, is dressing like a woman and doing that stuff. To Trolling. Be, to, yeah. No, to you might club, be right. To be famous. You might be yeah. right. Yeah. You might be right. I don't know. But uh, I find if you worry about things that don't really concern you yeah. and you just mind your own business, everybody's probably a lot happier. You don't want to, you don't want to, uh, you don't like Dylan Mulvaney and you don't like Bud Light. Don't drink Bud Light. Nobody's stopping you. Nobody's forcing you to have it. Oh, people are obsessive. Uh, right. Well, Kid Rock blew it up yeah, and then a week later he was drinking it again. It's recreational outrage. People mm. love to be pissed off at something. But, but it's also, if you look into it, because there has been people that have gone and done this, they'll make a profile on YouTube, a child profile, and the first video that comes up is a transgendered person talking to two kids about being transgender and, and if they feel okay with it and this and that. So so there, but I'm. And that's, but you can you can police that stuff for yeah. your child, like I do I, with my daughter. You can, but you have to go through and make sure that you do all those settings. But th- I'm just saying, if you set your kid up with a YouTube channel, yeah. you know what I mean. Like, like they can my, go find I've those got three things. kids on YouTube. They've been a long time. I've never seen that. And and also, uh, my I don't feel like you need to shield a lot of things from kids. The the more they learn at a young age, the more they can learn to make their own decisions and know about things. And but wouldn't you rather teach them and not have them learn from YouTube about, about it? Yeah, but I did. I did. I, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm not. My I doubt my kid's going to learn about anything from YouTube besides like Hitler but that I haven't taught her. But you know there's what I mean? not a lot of kids. But there are families out there that aren't like that. That's on them. Yeah. You know? And and again, I'm not. I'm what I'm saying is is that. Uh, that is the people like that are the people that I consider woke. I, I think Howard just a scared old man who doesn't want to die, and and is going to get vaccines and yeah. staying away from germs so that he could live long and be happy. Me, I'm going to shower once a day, mm-hmm. wear flip flops. My feet probably stink. Yeah. I don't care. I'm living my life happily the way Rocky I'm doing. Fed him in gym shorts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Listen, uh, the, the sooner people accept that death will happen and not be scared of it, geez. the better it is. Dude. The more you can live. That's just a fact. I mean, I well, Gio, what do you say? Yeah. You've already oh, lived that's longer. True. So we've all lived longer than true. we will live. Yeah. It's not, not true. true because uh, I'm 52 years old today. You're not going to be 102. You don't know. You don't uh, know. But what if I go to 100? What if I go to just 100? Uh, the odds are not in your favor. You don't know. You don't know modern uh, science. Come on. You don't know that. Let's the, be honest. You don't know what's happening in the future with science. Yeah. <laughs> I have a lot of friends who are doctors. As soon as I get hooked up to Neuralink, I'll be fine. Oh, no. please, please. They inject me into the uh, AI. I heard something on this station yesterday on a different show. It wasn't Monica. It was not Monica. (laughs) Oh, my God. Turned her mic down even more. It might be related to Monica, though. I love Monica. It, it, uh, It was someone who was being accused of something, and it forced me to ask the question, and I want, I'm going to ask the question. Don't say anything. Think about it through the commercial break, and then I'll and then I'll take some phone calls on this too. Who on the bone has the biggest ego? No. Think about it. Oh, Geo claims he already knows right <laughs> out of the gate. <laughs> Think about it. 
Um, and then I'll take your phone calls to 727-579-1025 or 800-771-1025. Can we write down in order the ranking? What yes. do you think? Okay. You could do a top three, top five. And, um, and, and it was brought up because somebody was saying, I heard somebody in the area yesterday saying that they were accused of having a big ego and they were shocked by it. And I thought, I know you're shocked by it, but I've heard other people say that about you too. So we'll get to that and I'll tell you the whole situation that I heard. And then I stopped and asked myself, who does have the biggest ego? We'll, we'll give you our opinions and take your opinions when we come back. It's a Mike Caldas show. Dizzy, you're in this too. Yes, good. I was All hoping right, so. Yeah, of course. Everybody's of reached for a pen and a pad. Yep, yep, yep. All right, good. We'll do that when we come back. It's a Mike Caldas show. This is 1025 The Bone. It's the Mike Caldas show on 102.5 The Bone. Welcome to. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.